Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in super gorgeous, stunning, beautiful weather. Seattle! I mean, I really have to mow and mow and garden and garden because everything is just going like crazy because it's so gorgeous outside. I know. I don't want it to leave. You don't want it to no. leave? Okay. I don't think it will. I think we're going to have a gorgeous... Oh, we're having a gorgeous spring, but we're going to have a gorgeous yeah. summer. Mm-hmm. And speaking of gorgeousness, you know, one of the things... Oh, stop. Don't talk about me anymore. <laughs> well, oh, you my. are, Vinny. You are oh, gorgeous my. and precious <laughs> and wonderful. Uh. You are. Keep it up. Keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things to do here on the show um, is to interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today is one of those days Mm -hmm. where I get to interview people, um, musicians today, which is a first for us, I believe, here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Um, Today we get to interview Diva Permel and Meeten. Deva Primal. Deva Primal and, and Meeten. There you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, I, I've been practicing. By I the know. Way. I just want you I to think know. I might have messed you up with the wrong Did ones. Did you know? Oh, okay. I think we're doing great. All right. Um, they're coming to Seattle, mm-hmm. actually. They are you know, featured in top media, including the Wall Street Journal, the Los Angeles Times, and the Huffington Post, endorsed by celebrities as varied as Cher, Tony Robbins, and the Dalai Lama, included in movie soundtracks, honored by 1.5 million album sales. 550,000 monthly Spotify listeners and 400,000 Facebook followers. Groundbreaking musicians David Permel and Ni Tin are modern nomads on a mission to share with humanity the medicine of mantra. With original chants that are used for meditation, yoga, stress management, massage, and conscious sleep playlists, worldwide, um, David Permel and Ni Tin not only model spiritually conscious living, but also share powerful tools for wellness, mindfulness and personal growth so welcome to the show both of you thank you so much mary it's nice to be with you it's Aww. nice to hear that uh, you have a sunny day out there yeah it's gorgeous we're going to keep <laughs> the lights on and the sunshine for you because you're going to be here in edmonds on the 21st of may at the edmonds center for performing arts um giving uh, a beautiful concert yeah we like uh, we like to uh come back every year we're like home in pigeons we always like to come back <laughs> we well, never Migratory pattern, you know, <laughs> just up the west coast of America every every year. So, well, thank you. We're very lucky to have um, both of you blessed, you know, to come and present wonderful, amazing, and mindful music. Um, so you both have interesting histories. You know, Mitan, you actually um, performed and opened up on stage for, um, you know, when you lived in, um, you're a British native, um, I guess. Known before as Andy Desmond, and you had it all, um, a wife, a child, and successful career as a working musician, touring with and opening with and featuring with guest musicians like bands like Fleetwood Mac and Fairpoint Convention, Hall & Oates, all of these very cool things. But I guess you weren't having fun, and, you know, things, I guess, can be a little tainted in the musical world. No, no, I was having, I was just having bad fun. (laughs) It was a pretty good time. It was actually a really uh, cool apprenticeship, really. That's what it was, Mary, for for my transformation that happened with Osho in India when I learned how to meditate. Wow. And uh, the rest of the 
my music started to feel like uh, worthless. You know, it just was as if I was making music to sexually excite people or to <laughs> or to say I'm sorry, I love you, and you left me. All those kind of emotional things that we make up in music. This was real music, and it's uh, it's music that goes beyond the emotional content into where we live our lives underneath where we do feel pain and fear and sadness and where those parts of our life get nullified day by day because we have to get through this crazy world. So the mantras address a different part of our being and that's where our soul is. They, they, it's soul food, you know. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I learned with mm-hmm. meditation. And with Deva, yeah. as you know, she was born to mantras. and uh, Right. Chanting mantras, and so you know, these mantras have a have a way of accessing the deeper part of our lives where we sometimes tend to keep closed, and that's why it's so transformative in our events. We right. don't call them shows because it's not entertainment. Right. It's and, an experience. Uh, it's an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Deva, your mother um, was a performer of medieval music, offering lessons in piano and harp and recording and leading local church choir. And your father was a visual artist who had taken up Middle Eastern drumming um, when you were born. So you grew up with really spirituality all around you, literally, you know, being drummed into your breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then both you and, and Meetin met um, in India and with Osho, correct? Yes. Yes. So that was the, the whole, my whole upbringing was somehow um, preparing me for an openness towards Eastern spirituality through the mantras and meditation. And, you know, this was a very natural part of my life to be, to the concept of reincarnation, the concept of a guru or, or enlightenment, all those things were very normal to me growing up. So it wasn't like such a huge surprise that I would be open to finding my own spiritual master when I was 11, or realizing that Osho was my spiritual master. And, and you've to... also studied body work and craniosacral work and shiatsu and and have done these, um, you know, you've been a body worker, which is really fabulous and wonderful. Yes, I really just really loved, um, you know, touching. I love touch. I love massage. I love, I, basically, I love sharing love, and that's a really good way to share love is to give sessions and to heal in that way and and uh, I really thought I was going to go down that path and become become that or go deeper and deeper into that and, uh, and then you know very unexpectedly when I met Mitten mm-hmm. basically if, I, if I'm really honest yeah. I met Mitten in the ashram in India if I'm really honest I, my first wish was just to be with Mitten all the time and be, be be able to travel with them and be creative with them. And since he was a singer and a musician, I thought I better I become a singer too so we could do this <laughs> together. Wow. And uh, it was very naive at the time. And um, there was really not much, um, it wasn't really obvious that it would really turn out this way, the way it has now. It's, uh, it, it's taken me by surprise, I think, Miten as well. And, uh, Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you knew, me you knew. Well, you know, when I heard her, when we first started to sing together, she she had a, a beautiful voice and she had a natural ear for harmony. Her mother was a classical musician, so she had, David had also as a child,
healing uh, expression was through our hands, and uh, then it it became the same energy through her voice, as you know. Again, and and since that, her voice has just healed me and healed Aww. thousands of people. We we continually get in messages from people who use the mantras for giving birth to their children or to in transition giving uh, the music as the transitional sounds when their loved ones pass on you know so it's a it's a very powerful energy that Deva carries through her voice and, and the mantras are in her blood because you know she was uh, she, even before she was born they were chanting the mantra in the pregnancy you know mm-hmm. the Gayatri the Gayatri yes prayer you know it's like the oldest prayer known to mankind wow and it's an indigenous chant for the for the sun for the light the light to come into all of our lives it carries that energy with it so that's what keeps us being able to travel for the last uh, 29 years now and and unconventionally not under a large um, record label you know doing yeah, it your own way it, yeah we just made it up as we went along and just it just uh, unfolded very naturally we just kept saying yes you know kept saying yes to playing whoever was inviting us and and we had the Osho community as a as the family that where we started and we in the beginning the first two years we would travel from one Osho meditation center to another and uh, do workshops and then suddenly a few years later when the mantras came back into my life suddenly we realized there was a yoga sangha yoga family community that that we actually were part of as well and that expanded the, the the family and the places to play and 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 like and now it's beyond that now i feel there's no more there's no more you know the edges are blurred now like yeah you know everyone comes you know it's, it's right a right well and it's such a gorgeous experience to be with conscious artists who are sharing a vibration of expansion with those whomever they touch even when you're not performing, but certainly um, when you are performing. So I think most of our audience understands what a mantra is, but I'd love to know what the significance is for you both personally. Yeah, mantra for me is uh, is a very direct uh, way into a silent space that is um, beyond the mind. It's beyond, beyond concept and beyond effort because when we chant mantra we are tuning our body and our our emotional body or and our mind to a very positive vibration just by using these very ancient sounds that are sound medicine where every sound has a certain effect and by repeating them we are we are it's like the pebbles you know the water going over the pebbles through the repetition we we uh, we become smooth <laughs> we mm. become in tune and through that unifying feeling we we enter space of silence which i feel is so effortlessly effortlessly accessed through mantra like no other meditation technique at least for myself just last week we went to Sedona and and um, a woman came to me who said i've been med- meditating for 45 years and and only through mantra now I uh, I can access the silence that I've been wow. yearning for 45 years in my meditation. And wow. that's, that's what I feel. It's so, it just comes so strongly and, and uh, that it's 
you don't have to make it happen, the silence. The silence comes to you and just takes over and you can just bathe in it and bathe in this very alive feeling of silence, very vibrant. Is that one of the reasons why um, when you have your gatherings, you ask people not to clap at the completion of each mantra? Well, we don't, we don't ask them not to clap. Oh. We invite them to feel what happens if they don't clap. People oh. can do whatever they want. You know, I don't, I, it's not an instruction. It's really an invitation. Because if you, if you put that sound in between every piece of music, um, it's, 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 it's a nice confirmation in a way that everybody enjoys it. But if you take it away from the socially acceptable thing to do and see what happens if you just enjoy the silence and, and mm-hmm. the peace that the mantras bring, that's the point. We're only there to sit in silence. And by silence, I mean inner peace. Right. I don't mean the silence of a graveyard. This is not that. <laughs> it's, it's an alive, vibrating feeling of goodness. Well, we that's, all, yeah, that's we, the point. Exactly, because everything happens in the nothingness, right? In the in-between space. That's where everything happens. Um, so uh, it, it, you, you have been featured prominently in award-winning documentaries, mantras, sounds, and to silence. Um, please share your thoughts about the creation and the impact of the movie that it's had on both of you. Sorry, the impact that the movie's had on us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We just sat in front of a camera and they interviewed us and we talked and then we saw the movie. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's just another part of our journey. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, I'm happy that people are interested, of course, because my feeling is after I'm in my middle 70s somehow now and I feel mm-hmm. like after all this time I've found something that's worthwhile sharing, you know, for the goodness of everybody. And uh, so the more... That's why I'm sitting here talking to you. You know, it's like uh, I, I want people to feel good because if they feel good, I'm feeling good. And and there's so much pain and suffering and fear in the world. So, you know, we we can, you know, it's just like leaving the world a little better than the one you found. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Well, we all truly appreciate that um, very much so. You've said that you have followed... Um, that you have followed conventional wisdom and created your own, you know, beautiful wisdom, your own beautiful wisdom in business. Um, how do you believe that's helped you to get to where you are today? A business, did you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it was, that's an interesting, whole interesting subject. Right. Because, uh, it, you know, it's, <laughs> people give us money for sharing our spiritual practice. You know? Right. And uh, so the, what we do, as much as we can, we keep, everything fluid all the money goes back into right now it goes back into the music back into the band we have a band we have a six-piece band it's a lot of wages we have a 11 people crew we have sound technicians it's not just like playing in a yoga studio it's a it's a real um it's a real um um event it's it's an experience that we want to give everyone to, to help them into joy and bliss and and, uh, and one of the ways to do that is if we all sing together as David likes to say hey if we're all singing a mantra together why to clap it it's a bit like clapping when you finish making love you know <laughs> it's like just not something you need to do and uh, you know with the mantra, <laughs> right. that's, that's the way it is 
we all sing together, and uh, if we're all singing together, and we do, we chant together, and for instance, you know, there's thousands of people doing this every every time we play, and uh, then we're, we're moving into an altered space. We're altering, when we finish the last mantra, we can sit together for many minutes, just mm-hmm. sitting in complete mm-hmm. bliss and mm-hmm. joy and silence, you know. I mean, in Moscow, in it's in places like Moscow, we have 6,000 people in a rock auditorium all chanting with us and sitting in silence, you know. So it's, it's, spreading, it's spreading all over the world, thanks to the interest in yoga and also the evolution of the species. We're all coming to see that we need something more than the, the tools that we were originally given as children. So it's truly that time that you're spending with the audience, you know, repeating, chanting, or singing together. That's when you're really in improv mode, going along with the flow of the audience as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, we create the evening together. Like, we don't really know what it's going to be like until we meet the rest of our band or choir, you know, which is the audience, you know. So we, in every every place is different, and mm-hmm. every the acoustics are different, obviously, the people are different, maybe mm-hmm. in a different mood. But it always comes back to that feeling of silence and, and uh, unity. Love it. Um, you encourage people to give extended hugs at your musical gatherings, um, even between strangers. It sounds wonderful, by the way. Uh, probably yeah. what everybody needs when they get there you know, yeah. and before they go. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten about that type of experience from the audience? Extended hugs, you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's uh, such, I mean, we don't, in the, in the concert, we don't, we don't, uh, so far, we haven't asked people to hug each other or, or invited in the groups. We actually keep hugging and in our workshops and mm. because it's such a healing, it's such a healing, nourishing thing. And I, for both of us, we when we meet people after the concert who come, you know, to the front and want to want to meet, we share a hug. And I just love hugging, you know, not knowing the person, just feeling that feeling of our energies meeting for that moment and becoming becoming timeless, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just it becomes an eternity that is, who knows, in minutes, it's nothing, but it, it feels like we've really met on a deep level beyond beyond words. And it's, it's just something that that we all can do, and it's very healing. And it's, uh, the, there is an art to it, because many of us are scared, of course, you know. Right. To, to breathe, you know, because once you breathe, you are going beyond that threshold. You know, it becomes like a longer hug that we are usually avo- that we usually avoid. And so we just uh, say, just feel it, you know, just breathe, just be, just uh, dare, dare to to open a little bit more. Yeah, dare to breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, at the beginning of your musical gatherings, you start in meditation. Yeah, that just comes very naturally, you know, that just a moment of silence and gathering ourselves, you know, leaving the day behind and the travel behind and, and finding the seats behind and just arriving in this moment. Mm-hmm. The, music, the, the music has to appear out of silence. That's, that's, the, that's the beginning of the journey, you know. So it's nice to just wait until we're all settled coughing has stopped and the excitement of 
you know, us being there and everybody happy. And then there's a, a little moment where it's just nice to just, uh, oh, let's just take a breath, relax. And then we can chant the mantra Om together, and out of that silent mantra Om, we chant together, and then the music and the journey can unfold in whichever way it's meant to unfold. It's very much participatory when, you know, it's something that everybody has a responsibility for. You know, that evening is not about entertainment. It's about how can I share and what do I want to share of myself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Deva, you started off very shy about singing. Um, obviously, Miten didn't because he had already been on stage many, many times and was comfortable with his singing voice. So what was that like for you, stepping into the spotlight as a singer and, and more recently a composer of sacred music? Um, actually, you know, the first seven years I was with him support singing second voice for his songs, and I loved that, and I felt very comfortable doing that. I didn't feel comfortable singing alone, even one note. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was so happy to do that. And then after seven years, the mantras came back into my life, especially the Gayatri mantra at first. And then the, the sinus thing alone, you know, evaporated. You know, it was just, oh, that's, that's what I can share, and it's my song, and it's natural, and it's easy. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't think about it. It was not any more process. It was just, oh, yeah, that's, that's home. And uh, so that's what I always tell people, you know, find your song, find the thing that you feel comfortable with and that comes easily to you and share that. It's so precious, you know, even though it comes easily and comfortably. Right. Right. Yes, of course. I also say there that, you know, because we don't see it as a performance, there's nothing to get nervous about. I've never seen Dave nervous. We, we don't get nervous before we play. It's uh, mm-hmm. because we don't feel that we've got any anything to remember you know it's not like you do this i do that you say that i do this don't forget this so it's uh it's very much impro you know and and uh, so we're there with our family mm-hmm. and uh, that's how we see we actually feel like when we come on the stage the circle completes and uh, and then we're all one big circle cosmically a circle of course we're sitting in a theater but basically it, on a cosmic level, it feels like when the musicians come on the stage, the circle is complete, and then we can. There's nobody needs to look at anybody else, and then we can go off on our journey. But at the same time, like I said, you know, the the lighting uh, things that happen with our lighting technician Ziggy from London is incredible. She brings such a heartful feeling with the light, so you get a whole download of emotion and. Uh, and um, uh, uh, experience, uh, you know, from just visually also, you know. Right. Oh, it sounds wonderful. And you will be here in the Seattle area on May 21st at the Edmonds Center for Performing Arts. Um, Tickets are available at dpm.life. And I just want to thank you so much, both of you, for taking time out of your musical, fun meditation days and um, speaking with me this morning here um, in Seattle. Thank you so much, Mary, and hopefully we see each other in Seattle. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. And have a gorgeous day, safe travels, and we'll see you soon. Yes, have a beautiful sunny day. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We'll be right back.
Maria's happy to announce her online classes for 2019. And if you wanted to take a class from Marie, but lived too far away to attend her Seattle-based workshops, now you can from the comfort of your own home. Video recordings of these classes are included in the registration. In August, embrace your empathic nature. This course helps the evolved, compassionate person enhance their own life as well as those they have a deep compassion for. Learning to individuate and allow one's own magnificence to shine through is one of the greatest acts one will ever do. This two-part course is August 7th and 14th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Olivia, from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question, and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Oh, I'm saying good morning again. <laughs> it kind of feels like, like morning yeah, when you're listening to this. Morning, you know? sure. 
sure. I've been up since like 5.45. Well, only an hour. What time do you wake up? Uh, four. But you're, this is the opportunity to hear this beautiful and music gorgeous. and see the sunrise Oh, my stunning. Over. That's exactly what yeah. you were getting at. Just <laughs> see? It's very beautiful, very meditative music. Stunning. But I've been up early in the morning because I have a puppy now, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you have to get him out the door quickly <laughs> every couple hours, you know, maybe three. Maybe you can stretch it to three because otherwise he might leave you a surprise. And yeah. and, and I don't want to be surprised, you know, like um, I'm not really into those type of surprises, actually. Yeah, well, not a lot of people are really. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, so I've been up early mm-hmm. listening to birds and saying, leave it. And good potty and giving treats and just having it's actually been really fun. Nice. But I'm just a little bit, you know, um, still yeah. maybe maybe need a cup of coffee later. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. Some of the music there. We'll listen to the music and wake up to that beautiful flow. So that was some samples, by the way, from Deva Primal and Miten. And so you can find them online, of course. Draw, just put all their names together and you'll find <laughs> yeah. their website, devaprimalmiten.com. Right, yep. exactly. But it's really easy to find them. You can yes. go to dpm.life. And that works, too. That'll work, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so who do we have waiting for us? Yeah, we'll start the uh, phones off here. We have Juliana calling in from Colorado, and I guess our previous guests are going to be making a trip to Colorado as well uh, for their tour. But we'll, until then, uh, we'll hit up Juliana. Hi, Juliana. Hi, thank you. Sure, Juliana. What can I do for you? Um, so last time we spoke, I've been working on Joy. Okay, great. How's it going? It's been going good. I I know we talked about me focusing on getting, you know, my own business and being an entrepreneur. So that's still in the works, although okay. I'm working two psych jobs now. Okay. Um, hopefully transitioning out of one and getting full-time at the other so I can start building my own practice. Wonderful. But, yeah, so I'm taking the steps. Um, I think now I'm starting to realize as I'm meeting people and met an individual that we have a good connection. So kind of just wondering your take on this relationship because I'm kind of stepping back for a little bit Mm -hmm. just because it wasn't like one person so just kind of wanting your sense because I'm a little confused if I step back he's pulling back right but you said oh you're saying both people were kind of stepping back for a moment I said I was okay so do you like ask him questions because I think you need to be having a conversation with this person that's what I'm hoping for. Is you need um, to be direct and ask questions. This is going to be very important for you. Marie and I just talked about this at the break. Yeah, <laughs> um, because yeah. It's, it's going to be important for you to find out where he is and his ability to communicate, mm-hmm. right? And and right. and maybe it, he isn't where you want him to be, but maybe he can be. Maybe that's something he would love to do and would, would be willing to work on because that's important. Um, but I think and you I need. Think- I think you need to have a direct conversation with him because I think you're waiting for like a certain cue. And I I don't think that's in your best interest. Just be direct and ask him questions directly so you can find out where he is and his, you know, ability to um, communicate with you or or others. And maybe he does not even sure how he feels even. Or maybe he really, really, really likes you and he's also stepping around you waiting for cues. But you guys need to have a chat. It's so confusing because I don't know. I'm trying to step back and ask for guidance on it. And so I did, you know, be. No, be direct. Be direct. No more guidance. Go be direct. That's the guidance. guidance on in like myself, like higher self. Like, okay, what do I do in this situation? I think that having the conversation is going to give you the clarity that you're seeking. Not having the conversation is what's making it confusing because you're projecting or you're assuming. You need to have a straight out conversation. 
that is true because we were texting, you know, it'd be often. And um, now since I said I was stepping back, I was said, but I'm still here as your friend and maybe we could talk about this. So, but I haven't heard back yet. So that kind of is like, an answer. He gave you an answer. He didn't communicate back to you. That's an answer. A, he's, well, we were supposed to possibly meet up this Sunday. So I'm uh-huh. like, Okay. But I think that's I an answer. Know. If I were hanging out with someone and they weren't responding to me, I I would say that that's a flag. Oh. Well, I'm not kidding. I mean, don't you think? Huh. I mean, let's say if you yeah. were, right, if you were texting someone and you were having a conversation and you said something and he didn't text back to you, that's that's a flag. So when you meet up, if you decide to, you need to have a conversation about that, too. Yeah. You know, I think you're getting clear conversation from him. Either he can't communicate well, he's not interested, or he's uncomfortable, or all of the above. We don't know. But this is not the behavior you're looking for for a long-term relationship, right? No. So that's where it's kind of like, I know it's hard of him, like, not yet ready, but that's why I said I'm still here as your friend. And so when I stepped back this week, it was like, he hasn't communicated back yet. So it was kind of like, I think I felt like when I spoke up, maybe I shouldn't have. But I had to share what I was feeling. Sure. No, you're supposed to do direct, all that. Right? Yeah, yeah, being yeah. direct. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. But he's clearly answering. He's basically not interested. I wouldn't even meet up with him unless you get valuable input back or, hey, let's talk about this some more. I'd love to have a chat about it. I wouldn't even meet up with him. I think that would be a waste of your energy. I wouldn't huh. anyway. That would be a waste of my energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know what you need to work on is your disappointment about relationships because I can feel your energy dropping. And as long as you continue to feel disappointed, you're going to keep attracting things that are disappointing. You need to stop that, get back into alignment with your higher self and start vibrating in joy of partnership. Not, not think about what's going on with this person right now, but just joy overall about partnership. That's what I need because it's been a while and I'll yeah. be up to 35. And so I'm like looking at my life thinking, but those are even hard? that, even that is a conversation that's lowering your vibration and creating that disappointment. You, you can't yeah. say that anymore. You can't say I'm 35 and it's taken so long and this is so hard. If you say it, you're sending more of that disappointment straight into your energy system and you're manufacturing more of the experiences that are disappointing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you can't say that anymore. And and I think it's lovely that you're single and you're figuring out what you want. Some people can have relationships that are uncomfortable that last a really long time. And and those of us who've had that and who then have become single, we really value and appreciate our singlehood and the time it takes for us to figure out what we want and what we deserve. Wouldn't you agree, Benny? Uh, yeah. 100%. Being in a difficult relationship is very challenging. Mm-hmm. And then you yes, have- enough. You had children exactly. and other things, and it's 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 really uncomfortable. It's and so you're doing it right and beautiful and taking time. I want you to value and appreciate what you're learning versus kind of peeing on yourself that you're taking too much time. You're taking a perfect amount of time. We live a long time these days. Humans live a long time. Most humans do. So um, when you come into partnership, when it's really healthy for you, it's going to be the perfect time. I appreciate that. That makes Good. a lot of sense. Good. And I, I want have, you to start I, feeling that. Okay. Okay. Done, you know, it's very true. I've worked on myself a lot where I'm more clear that I, I can't be with someone just to have a relationship. No. It's just, it's no, fair. please don't. And and don't choose the difficult ones um, because okay. they take a while to release. <laughs> yeah. They, potentially they could. For some people, maybe not. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. Go have some fun. Go meet other people and stay in that positive vibration. Okay, okay. definitely. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Juliana, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number. We'll travel to San Francisco. We have Susie joining us. Hi, Susie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. How's San Francisco? <laughs> well, it's a little cloudy right now. Really? But I know. usually comes out later in the day. <laughs> and later in the day. Yeah. I think we might be trading weather patterns just a little bit. I think you guys are getting a little bit more moisture and we're getting a little yeah. bit more warmth. But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. What can I do for you? Is this your well, first I time actually, calling in? I've, well, actually, I called back on October, I mean, excuse me, April 25th for the first time. I had okay. to send out about you that morning. And then I had asked you about, um, I had a torn, I have a torn tendon in my ankle oh, right. yes. that I was trying to heal without surgery. And you were, it was awesome. The what you said that said to me about that self-love is like the number one healer. And that for me, that you said that you weren't feeling the self-love and adoration, yeah. even though I said I do a lot of self-love practices and say it a lot during the day. But in any case, after two days after that, I um, was on a, at a workshop and they had hike as part of the workshop, a half hour hike in the Berkeley Hills. And mm-hmm. I wore my brace, but my ankle got flared up really badly. Well, and yeah, I, I had, you shouldn't be know. hiking. Hello. Well, I know. It was in the Berkeley Hills. I didn't want to do it. It doesn't matter. It was, you know, just well, half you should, hour. And, no, <laughs> I know. So, so you should have so told them. Pressured and, you know, I did it. And now I'm just wondering if you see, like, I haven't really been able to do much of yes. my cardio. It hurts a lot. It I don't hurts. know whether to. I, went, I have an appointment that I made with the doctor next week to see about asking for another MRI, and I don't know whether that's no, a good idea. I just want or you to take or... some time, but please don't go hiking. Please. Yeah, I know. <laughs> please don't. And, and don't do a lot of exercise. So, because you can't do a lot right now for good reason, because an important part of your anatomy needs to heal, and it uh-huh. can't be stretched or stressed in order for it to heal, it needs to be relaxed, right? Uh-huh. Right. So when those things happen to us, when we have weird injuries that require us to chill, it really means, from my perception, that you have a lot of integration to be doing, that you've learned a lot of information that needs to integrate into your being, and integration comes during rest. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And and you aren't good at resting, and you need to no. learn. Yeah, so this is your new thing to start doing. Like, oh, wow, what if I'm being incredibly productive in this restful state because Uh I guarantee you you are you need this integration to move forward and to manifest and create things in your life that you truly want and the universe has to work so hard to get you to rest it even (laughs) helps you tear a tendon for goodness sakes Uh right (laughs) so let's not make the universe work any harder at getting you to rest which means your soul said hey by this particular time in my life if I haven't figured out how to rest to fully integrate valuable and, inf- you know, really important information for my soul's growth. Just do whatever it takes. That's what we literally tell the universe before we reincarnate. We literally do that. Um, that's why weird stuff happens in people's lives because their soul is running the show and it's going, hey, we've been working on this for like 300 years or six, you know, lifetimes or thousands of years. We've been working on this concept. We're getting close. We really just need to we, we need this next lifetime to really put some pieces to, of the puzzle together. And it's a really great lifetime. It's great to be a woman in the 21st century, living in one of the safest countries in the world. And, okay, this is our opportunity. But if, we, if we're not going to grasp the opportunity, please do whatever it takes so that I have to rest to integrate. <laughs> That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. is there any idea of how long to not exercise? Don't ask that question. Do, don't. Do, stop. Stop. Stop exercising. Stop stressing out your body. Relax. Mm. 
Okay, relax. Okay. And any any other tips for the feeling of the self-love versus just saying it? You well, said you well, wanted yeah. to feel the emotion. Yeah, so who do you really love or what do you really love? My cat who's sitting right here. Okay. <laughs> and, my, of course, my husband's son. <laughs> of course. Great. So what's your cat's name? Coco. Coco. Yeah, I love cats. My cats I are being... her. Oh, so... So what you're going to do, and my cats are being very nice right now because I brought a dog home, and uh, so they're having to get used to Charles, right? It's very interesting at the house right now. I feel like it's been hit by a tornado, and there's a lot of activity going on. It gets better. Yeah, that's what everyone tells me. So Coco, when you are feeling that adoring, delicious, juicy energy of Coco, and you really Uh feel it in your body, I want you to transfer that energy to you for you. So you're going to okay. practice that vibration and turn it towards yourself. Okay. I okay. feel tons of adoration for her, so I, I get the idea. Yeah. So thank you so you're much. You're welcome. Really Please go rest. I don't want to hear yeah. anything else until you're done resting, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. Okay? Okay. And still, <laughs> should I be asking for the MRI next week? Or does I would it matter wait. Or not? I would just wait. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. but please do whatever you feel is correct for your health, but I would wait. Well, thank you. That's, you're welcome. That's wonderful news. You're okay. welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Susie, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll say uh, stay here locally, and we'll take Mari calling in from Seattle. Hi, Mari. Hi. Hi, Benny. Hi, Murray. Thank you so much for calling, uh, taking my call. Of course. <laughs> what can we do for you? Um, so I have had this migraine for about 10 years right now. Are you saying I 10 have... years? Yes. Okay, 10 it years. It started 10 years ago. Okay. And is this um, your first time calling into the show? No, I've okay. called you before about the um, biopsy on my eyes, and I followed your suggestion. I'm so much happier right now. Yay, so thank you so much for you're your advice. Welcome. Yes. I'm so glad. That's wonderful news. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So with this migraine, I went to neurologists. They do CT. They do all the conventional medicine workup. Right. Right. They just lump up. Oh, you know what? You have migraines. Right. But then it becomes so de- debilitating, right. and it yeah. starts out on my neck. Like yeah, I'm so sorry. On my neck. So and then it radiates towards the always the right ears mm. as the heat and then radiates up. Wow. So I wonder what's going on. And I have had energy work done with this yeah. with another practitioner. And she said, like, oh, we have to release some stuff in the seventh chakra. And it gets better for a while, but it keeps coming back. So I wonder I if you may have any advice. Oh, yeah. I've got lots of advice for you. Because I have a certain <laughs> belief about migraines or cluster headaches or people who have mm-hmm. chronic condition with head head pain it's all about blocking your intuition that's what it is mm-hmm. it, it means yeah. a you have a lot of intuitive ability that's what it means first and foremost and b you're blocking it and so when i drew out your energy system that oh one of your chakras was missing i had to count them because it didn't look right i'm like oh and you're missing number two which is number two is connects to the emotional field that's in the second layer of the auric of your aura and oh. Intuitive people need to rest in their authentic emotional body, which is not their head or their heart. They need to rest in the second layer of their aura so they can feel their uh-huh. authentic emotions. Um, and if you feel your authentic emotions, then you're able to actually allow your brain to relax so that you can pick up on impressions from the third eye. You have a stunning third eye. Gorgeous. Oh. I mean, oh. beyond textbook, perfect. So let's oh my goodness. let's start using some what if questions. Yeah. So, you know, what if I'm, what if I'm incredibly intuitive? What if I allow myself to bathe in my authentic emotions? 
And you don't have to know what any of these sentences mean. I don't want you to try to figure them out because that's not the intuitive process. Right. Right. The intuitive process isn't how, what, where, when, or why. The universe thinks all of those words are, well, they can't see them. The universe can't see those words, right? They don't exist. Mm -hmm. And and so because they don't exist, when humans are asking the universe for for answers and they're using that language, the universe Mm -hmm. has a very difficult time trying to respond to them Mm -hmm. because they can't see those words or hear them, right? Yeah, yeah. So I want you to start using those what if questions. What if I'm incredibly intuitive? Be very curious about it. Allow yourself to start Mm -hmm. feeling the vibration of your frequency increase when you Mm -hmm. ask these beautiful what if questions and hold that vibration, holding it for periods of times like Mm -hmm. 16 seconds, which which is Esther Hicks believes, you know, shifts Mm -hmm. your frequency. But for what Mm -hmm. any period of time, hold the frequency. It will start recalibrating your subatomic particles to match the answer. And then Mm -hmm. we we should be able to see these headaches dissipating, which you deserve, by the way. That's a long time to have pain. (laughs) I've just been taking medicine, you know. Yeah, of uh, course. As abortive. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah, and do you know why it's on the right side instead of well, on the left? Yeah, how I would interpret it is that the the right side of the body is power. So not only mm-hmm. are you crazy intuitive, and people who have a strong intuitive nature like myself, we need mm-hmm. our intuition. We we won't make the best choices for ourselves unless we're utilizing mm-hmm. our intuition to give mm-hmm. us a different form of advice. The information yeah. I get from my intuition is always completely opposite of what Mm -hmm. my brain tells me always. And Mm -hmm. I would say 99% of the time I follow my intuition. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes not in the dating world, you know, like I could be in a car (laughs) with some very handsome man and I can hear my guys going, eh, you know, eh, you know, but I'm going, but he's, but I'm like, he's so cute. And we're just going to go have dinner. And they're like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, And so I, I want you to start spending time in that second chakra, getting out of your brain, leave your brain alone so it can start to relax and let you learn and understand your powerful intuitive process. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great Thank day. You. Thanks, Mari, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number, and we will travel south to Austin, Texas, and we have Christina joining us. Hi. Oh, great. Hi, hi Christina. Christina. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? How's Austin? Oh, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm a little startled because I was listening to the call. It sounded like the other woman just got cut off. Oh, really? So, yeah, no. Uh, we said goodbye to her. Yeah. But we're okay. saying hello to you. Yeah. yeah so Hi. what can I do for you? Well, I was. So there's two things, really, that uh-huh. I'm equally curious about. Um, that first caller was talking. You, you're always such a supporter of relationships. Mm, um, not always. <laughs> I mean, well, you are in support of people being in very good yeah in healthy relationships exactly yeah yes and i um what what do you think about my relationship what do you think about it first what do you think about it (laughs) i I think that it's very stable Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. lacks a lot of passion Mm -hmm. um and i you know i just i Well, here's what I think. Here's what I think. Yeah. I think it's fine. Your person is so sweet and kind and considerate and thoughtful. And you can disagree with anything I say at any moment, by the way. I mean, I really like your person. Are are you agreeing with what my definition of your person so far? Or disagreeing? Yeah. 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 Just a wonderful person. 
and instead of working on the passion and the relationship, which I do think is important, I really don't understand why people stay together who don't have sex or don't have great sex. To me, you might as well just be single. That's just how I feel. And then you can go have sex. if Because I, I personally b- believe that passion is super important in a relationship. It's, it's a very valuable concept to, to you know, partnership for me. And so I, I always kind of feel like, if there's not a lot of passion, why are you hanging out there? But what I'm hearing as I read your energy is that you need to work on your passion for yourself first. You know what I mean? Like you need to have more of a independent, passionately filled life, which doesn't mean you going having sex with other people unless that's something that you guys agree with or something of that nature. But passion is, is something we can feel in every avenue of our life, not just with intercourse. You know what I mean? Right. So no, I agree with you. Yeah, the universe says what... that you're bored in life in general, and you need to go figure out how to light your life on fire and have a lot of fun as an individual person, and then bring that that delicious fire to your partnership and see how it could potentially help it to transform. Okay. And and then if it doesn't, then then you can go. Okay, well now what do I feel about this? Now that I know what passion feels like for me and what I really want, how do I feel about it now? Or is it okay? All right? Okay. Okay, so everything starts with us. So go take care of that. And and perhaps your what if question could be, what if my life, what if my individualization is filled with passion? Okay. okay? And don't worry if your mind doesn't understand what that question means. That's actually good. We don't want the mind to try to figure things out. We just want it to go, huh? Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, have a beautiful day. Thanks, Christina, for joining us. 877-825-8828. We'll take uh, Ava calling in from Fresno, California. Hi, Ava. Hi. Hi, Ava. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. I'm doing really good. Um, I'm excited to finally get through. Oh, great. Yes, thank you for waiting. And what can I do for you? Is this your first time on the show? This is my first time calling in. Welcome. What can I do for you? Thank you. Okay, so I'm at a place in my life where I'm in transition. I recently lost my job. Yay! (laughs) That's kind of how I felt. Yay! A a morning, too. So the last couple years I've been working on myself, uh, Uh trying to find my joy again and my purpose. Uh And um, I've uh, started to feel really passionate about um, energy healing and, you know, health and wellness and kind of going into that direction in my life. I'm enrolled in a course to become a uh, functional medicine health coach and just Wonderful. want to know if that is the best direction for me. And even like I'm, I'm an empath. Yeah. Um, I, I'm beginning to kind of develop some Claire sentient. Great. Now skills. I want you to notice how my voice changed in frequency as you were speaking. Like I liked the holistic thing. That sounds great. The class that you're taking. But when you said you were developing your own Claire you know, clairvoyant stuff. I was very, I'm very, very excited about. I want you to really put a lot of energy in that. And, okay. and and whenever we're developing something, at least for me personally, when I'm learning new information, I'm gaining new awareness, it's because I'm spending quiet, lovely time with myself and I'm allowing the universe to teach me. And, and it, it may not even feel like I'm in a formal educational program until after I've, you know, like absorbed a lot of information just through being with myself then I'm like, oh wow! I just learned a whole bunch of stuff. Wow! I'm gonna, how I'm gonna teach this to my clients, you know. So, 
it sounds fantastic. I want you to spend more time with yourself. Does that make sense? And that's why you lost your job, so you can spend more time with yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking, too, of starting a, a podcast. Great. Uh, okay. Yeah, and okay, remember, I'm really ex- go good, ahead. excited, yes, because you want to do the things that bring you joy. You absolutely yeah. want to do the things that bring you joy. One of the weird things that happens to me on the radio show is that a lot of people ask us to interview people on the show, and I'm very picky who I interview. And and there's times where a lot of times I say no um, because I want to feel joy before I in- interview someone. And then sometimes we get people who I really like keep asking me, and then I finally say yes, and then I interview the person, and I'm not having fun. So mm-hmm. trust your intuition. Follow your joy because your joy is your path to your enlightenment. It's your path to your expansion. It's the path to the work you're creating in the world that's going to bring you more joy because you want to do work that that you're doing to bring you joy, not to help other people. It will help other people if you are in joy. And you said you were excited about the podcast. So I want I you to, am excited. Yeah. I just I struggle a little bit with the fear factor because yeah. like I've been working for twenty five years and, you know, trying to go on my own is is a whole new world that I've never explored yeah. before. But here's something I'm going to say, and I just want you to know, I cannot see bank account numbers or investment portfolio. I don't even try to. Money is not your issue. So mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about it. Just go have fun. Everything will okay. work out for you. Do you agree with that? Money's not your issue? Uh, yes, I do. I always yeah. feel like I'll, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm always been You're taken always, care of somehow. Or- yeah, it just always magically works out for you. Right. That's how I feel. Thank you. You're, uh, you're do you welcome. have any recommendations or advice on how to get started on developing my skills? Follow the joy. You're doing a great job. Don't try to figure it out. Just let the universe continue to surprise you and surprise you and surprise you and surprise you. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks very much, uh, Eva. And uh, that should do it for today. Oh, oh my gosh, we, and we're sorry we didn't get to all of our callers. We always try. Benny does such a great job, and Lisa's home with the puppy this morning, so Benny's been doing double duty, running into the, the closed studio and ta- <laughs> taking everybody's information. And last night I did the second part and the final part right now to um, our Money, Money, Money course, and thank you, everyone. I love the people yeah. who sign up for the online course. Good turnout. We go into great depth, and it's just a wonderful, delicious pleasure and thank you again to our guests who were um, on the air with us this morning. Deva Primal and Miten, who right. we will uh, end the show with, by right. the way. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. And wish you a great performance here in, on May 21st in Edmonds. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.